بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين ما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يوم لا ينفع مال ولا بنون إلا من أتى الله بقلب سليم وقال تبارك وتعالى والباقيات الصالحات خير عند ربك ثواب وخير عملا صدق الله العظيم Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept a quality, an attribute, <coughs> something that is innate within every person. And every quality that Allah ta'ala has kept in a person can be used for his benefit or to his detriment. Among these qualities is greed. Greed, high hopes of the future. Anger, different qualities Allah ta'ala has kept. And you ulama explain that these qualities which we call akhlaq radila part of a person's bad akhlaq temperament can be used for the correct things also. This greed which we talk about, a person has hirs. He has this type of lalach in him. <clears throat> if a person has the deen of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in his life, then he can use it for his betterment. Then he can turn his tabiat, his nature away from the greed of haram things to halal things. Now I want to make it big in akhirat. I want my iman to become super strong. Just to now channel the greed in the right avenue. And in Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different ayat, different ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, knowing this inbuilt quality of every person, this has to be channeled and he'll make his dunya, he'll make his qabr, he'll make his akhirat. And every person has greed in him, greed for dunya, the greed for fame, the greed to make something of his life in this world. Allah Ta'ala said, by all means make it, but make it for Allah, lillah, fillah, billah, for the sake of Allah, love for Allah, hate for Allah. The greed you have within you, use it for the deen of Allah. Have greed for reward. Have, if you have high hopes, yes, have, have high hopes of high rewards. A great reward from Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Now a person is, is on that highway, where he's looking for a'mal, to make it big, to make it quick, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In Quran, Allah Ta'ala explains, And a'mal like these, a person should vie, he should, he should now beat one another. The race is on. When I'm going to drop, when I leave the... And yes, on a Friday, to go to the Qabristan is not to go make a salah sawab. A salah sawab, to read for the marhumin, a person can read anywhere in the world. Ulama explained primarily, we go to the Qabristan, to the cemetery, to remind yourself by possibly next week Friday will also be here. By next week Friday possibly will also be here. There's a whole exercise of going to the Qabristan. So how to make it big and quickly? Sahaba Ikram also had this within their hearts. Oh Nabi of Allah, how much can we spend? How much can we make mujahamada? How much qurbani? How much can we strive in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains in the Quran Sharif, Al-Malu wal-Banoon. Al-Malu wal-Banoon. The two things we love the most. Wealth and our children. Wealth and our children. And Quran knows this. Allah knows the nature of man. That your wealth and your children... Zinatul ayati dunya. What you love also is the beauty of this whole embellishments. The car attracts, the cell phone attracts, the building attracts. 
Everything catches the heart. Alama Rumi rahimahullah ta'ala, he says, that when it comes to the creation of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, he says, har makhluk bukarti yeke mujko dek. Every makhluk is saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. Honor me, give me the praise. That is a makhluk. And Allah is saying, look above everything else. Who is the creator of the beauty? Who is the creator of the sugar that makes your life so sweet? Why compete? Look for that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Utlubni tajidni. Allah ta'ala says, go look for me, you will find me. If you find me, you've got everything. So this greed in the heart should be channeled. Ya Allah, what a'mal can I do? What a'mal can I do? Short a'mal, but make it big in the court of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. But Allah knew the two, the two obstacles will be al-malu wal-banoon. Your wealth will be there. The children will be there. I want to make it for my children. I'm more worried after my demise what will happen here. I'm more worried after my death what will happen here. The worry should be what will happen there to me. What will happen to me after I leave? The whole fear is, only we fear death. But the biggest fear we have is after I leave, what will happen over here? My family, my children, my wealth. What will happen to it? I work to the bone of my fingers. What will happen to it? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in regards to his friends, the close ones of Allah, Allah inna awliya Allah, la khufun alayhim wa la hum yahzanun. Allah says, listen, the true friends of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu, for them at the time of moth, there's no fear for them, la khuf. There's no fear. And there's no grief also. The first Sirene explained, commentators explain, la khufun alayhim, there's no fear what will happen ahead. There's no fear what will happen ahead. Why? At the time of the moth, the malaika will descend. And they will say to them, تَتَنَزَّلُ عَلَيْهِمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ أَلَّا تَخَافُوا وَلَا تَحْزَنُوا Malaika will say, you made the effort. The greed you had in your heart, you channeled it in the correct avenue, you recognized Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you invested your wealth and your children in the avenues of khair and goodness. Now reap the rewards. Now reap the rewards. The two biggest assets we have to invest for our akhirat. My fikr and my concern nowadays is that my child must make it in dunya. Quran is saying, make your akhirat through your children. Make your jannat through your children. Make it an investment for yourself. Invest in them the best of your wealth with the best of the deen. Nowadays we have family mashwara. We're having a mashwara and a meeting in the home. The wife is there, husband is there, sometimes the in-laws or parents or children. We're making a mashwara what to do with the future of our children. What to do about them? We want the best of education for them. The best of education. The concern is you want to give them the best of dunya. What about the best of akhirat? The best of this worldly life with the deen and also akhirat for them. I want the best for them. And I want nothing second to it. I want the best for them. And yes, the best comes with the price and sacrifice. But the mindset out there is sacrifice the best of deal for the dunya. Six hours, eight hours, murals, extracurricular, maktab, go, don't go, madrasa. In Isa Ali Salatu Salam's time, there was a father who wasn't very pious. Wife gave birth to a 
to a child. Father passed away in a short span of time. He goes into the qabr. And for years the wife would see the husband in a dream, in the fire of Jahannam being punished. There was another incident also, Allah explained, similar, where the wife would see the husband in the fire of Jahannam in the qabr, and he would implore her to please take out the TV from the house that I purchased. The TV has become my Jahannam right now. Every time the children see and they put it on, the flames just increase. What a bad investment. This father passed away. Wasn't a very pious man. But Allah looks for little excuses. Little excuses. Their wife was a pious woman. When the child, her son became of age, and now how the mother will pack his Quran, his Juzdan, the cover, she puts it into his hand, say, Beta, oh my son, I go to maktab, go to madrasa. Little boy goes to madrasa. And he sits down with the ustad. That night, in the time of Isa salam, the same mother, the same wife sees in her dream that my husband now is roaming in the palaces and gardens of Jannah. What has happened? The taqdeer has changed. Then, she hears on the unseen. That how was it possible? Allah said, how was it possible that within, within the stomach and the emptiness of the earth, I was punishing my slave. Whereas on the back of the earth, his little son said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim today in madrasa. Today he heard Bismillah. He took the name of Allah. And he is part of the flesh of his father. He took my name. And what the name of Allah? Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. How is it possible? Ala satthil ard. That upon the, the, the ground of this world, his little son is singing Bismillah. And within the emptiness of the earth, I'm punishing the father. Allah uplifted the azab. Allah knew these two things we love so much. The greed for wealth. Hadith Sharif Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said the two qualities in a man get younger as he gets older. The older he gets, these two attributes and qualities get younger in him. Oh Nabi of Allah, what is it? The love for more wealth and the love for a longer life. I need to make it, I need to spend it. There's a cut off line of his life, but his eyes are way beyond that. I need to work to that age. To enjoy it at that time. When will you do for deen? It will come. It will happen. It will not happen. Only thing that will happen is Malukul Mot will come. These two things get stronger than love for a longer life. I don't want to live now. I just want to enjoy a little more. And more wealth. And the old man is still going through the business. He can't let go of the tijori. I still want the key in my hand. Report to me every day what is happening. I can't let go of it. Even little loss also. You'll lose sleep over it. Because this greed in the heart for the wealth and the longer life, I want to live this worldly life. And Allah knew this also. That a person loves his own life. The thing we love the most is our own lives. We won't give it up for anything. We won't give up our lives. Allah knew we love our lives and we want to live our lives. We don't want to give it up. Sahaba Ikaram are totally opposite. They were prepared to give their lives in the path of Allah. Khalid bin Walid radiallahu anhu say, when he came to the Persian and Roman rulers, 
he would say to them that I have such a jamaat of sahaba radiallahu anhum with me that giving up their lives for the love of Allah is more beloved to them more than wine is beloved to you. More than you love the bottle in your hand over the weekend and enjoying it and the laughter and intoxication to my sahaba more is more beloved to them. What they find, what enjoyment, the call is there, we are prepared to go. These two qualities, al-mal banun these two things, wealth and children. Zinatul hayati dunya, Allah says it is the beauty of this worldly life. Embellishment, it dazzles the eyes. What I can do with this wealth, what I can do with these children, what I can do for them. All the plans are being made every day, decision making, decision making, decision making. Put them here or put them there. How much the fees, how much you send them. Which madrasa, which maktab, that should be the fikr. Now maktab will end, grade 8, grade 9. But how much does my child know? How much I still have to learn? This is for my akhirat forever. وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتِ Allah says, you have such a'mal which I have given this ummah that are baqiyat, that will never die. Such a'mal Allah tabarak wa ta'ala has given us that are baqi rehne wali. Will continue. Will continue. Allah made insan to live forever. After this worldly life, jannat or jahannam Allah save us, forever insan will live. Allah was from before, Allah will always exist. Insan wasn't there before. Allah ta'ala brought him into existence. He live, live forever now. Allah says, you want such an investment? Such an investment. They will never go down. Capital growth. There's always escalation. You get more every year. وَالْبَاقِيَاتُ الصَّالِحَاتِ خَيْرٌ عِنْدَ رَبِّكَ ثَوَابًا وَخَيْرٌ عَمَلًا Allah says, those investments that I'm giving you, they are the best by Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in regards to reward. What profits you will make? What who is saying this? Allah Jalla Jalalu. What a company, what an investment. Ya Allah, what is it? The best of rewards, the best of returns. And such a'mala will give you that you can have hope that it will give you the results that you are looking for as you want it. Tell me. What are those on Nabi of Allah? What are those a'mal that I can do? Now when you hear the a'mal, I'm thinking now, maybe very heavy a'mal for heavy weights. For people that are very high ranking Atqiya, Asfiya, Awliya. We read the incidents and we lose hope. We can't do it. The incidents are there to spur us on to do at least something. Junaid Baghdadi rahimahullah ta'ala, we all heard the name before. Great Wali of Allah. Till today we speak about him. After his demise, somebody sees him, Oh Junaid, rahmatullah Allah has given you big palaces. Yes, Allah has given me. For all your tasawwuf and your khanqa and your dhikr and your students and murids. says nothing. Nothing of that. What was it? He says those short rakats of tahajjud I performed. The short rakats. Not the long ones, the short ones I read. The short rakats of tahajjud Allah appreciated so much. 10 minutes left, 15 minutes left of tahajjud to end. The short rakats I read, Allah loved those rakats so much. Allah gave me jannat on that. Allah gave me jannat on that. We are looking for those a'mal, my dear brothers. Imam Shafi, rahmatullahi says that every person should have what we see in our terms on the day of Qiyamah, one spare wheel. In case the other a'mal are punctured. Have one spare wheel to bail you out. What is the spare wheel? He says, do such an amal in your life. Do such an action in your life. At least one 
when nobody knows about it besides you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No one knows. Absolute secret, you've done it. You help someone. Oh, it is a good word. Oh, whatever it may be. Here's an opportunity now. Their left hand doesn't know what their right hand gave. Or he just put a word for somebody. He's down and out. Will you assist him please? He doesn't know also who, who said what and somebody came to my assistance. I did it, alhamdulillah. The person got bailed out. The person got helped. I interceded. I could put a word. I had some authority. Some good amal. Says have such one secret amal in your life on the day of qiyam when everything fails. Allah will find a little small amal of yours. You did it only for me and nobody else. Says keep one like that. Keep one spare wheel like that. Because it will help. There were two friends that were traveling in the desert. And the thirst, the heat, the pious friend, the water ran out. The throes of death. The non-pious friend, not very pious, he had some water. He had some water. He sees his friend. Don't you have water? My water is finished. He said, I will give you some water to drink. He gave him water and he saved his life. Nabi Ali salatu wasalam says in the hadith, the day of Qiyamah there will be two rows, one to Jannah, one to Jahannam. The pious friend is only the route to Jannah. He made it. Impious, non-pious friend on the way to Jahannam. He failed. As he's walking, he sees his friend in that line. He sees his friend in that line. He runs to him, grabs his hand. You remember me? We were young. We were traveling out one time. Then he jogs his mind, he remembers he says, you remember I helped you that day, I give you a little bit of water to drink. Nobody knew about it. Just a few sips of water. He says, yes, I remember. He said, bail me out today. Bail me out today. He grabs his friend's hand, he goes to Allah. Oh my Allah, this is my friend. He gave me once in this holy life water to drink. Ya Allah, be kind to him. Allah says, you and your friend, both of you are to Jannat. One simple amal. Just of water only. Allah says your wealth you can invest it in such avenues and your children also you can invest them in the correct avenues these will be baqiyatul salihat those are amal that will continue for you till qiyamah Nabi Ali salatu wasalam said you know baqiyatul salihat subhanallah walhamdulillah la ilaha illallah allahu akbar so simple short rakats of tahajjud today Baghdadi got his jannat Subhanallah, walhamdulillah, la ilaha illallah. They say these kalimat, these words, when a person utters them, when he utters them, subhanallah, my Allah is pure. All praise belongs to my Allah. La ilaha illallah. There's no one worthy of worship besides my Allah. Allahu Akbar. No one is greater than my Allah. These words make a ring around the arsh of Allah and they make tawaf. And they make dua, maghfirat and forgiveness to the person that says them. His name is being taken by the arsh of Allah. Simple words. What do you call the third kalima? These a'mal will never come to an end. One hadith Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam says, Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, tamla'an, tamla ma'abayna samawati wal ard. Just subhanallah, alhamdulillah, fills the skies, the entire space between the earth and the skies with reward. So small kalimat. Allah wants little from us. You don't have to do much. Just engage in the dhikr of Allah. Do the amal. Invest in the correct avenues, you'll see the reward. This now we should be vying, we should be competing. How much more I can read? The day of Jumu'ah, drew upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. how much more I can read? This third kalima which is so simple, my dear brothers. They say, 
that we all want to reform our lives. What do you say we want to come right? I want to reach Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. What is Islah? What is reformation? What is coming right? Ulama say very simple. What you're supposed to be doing, start doing it. What you're not supposed to do, stop doing it. What you're supposed to be doing, start doing it. I wasn't doing it, I wasn't reading Yasin Sharif in the morning, start reading Yasin. I wasn't reading my Salah with Jama'at, start reading my Salah with Jama'at. And we have the courage within us to do it. So the simple kalimat, and ulama explains so beautifully, if we can take one amal for today, what do you call tasbih fatimi? After every first salah, 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. And we see the rewards forever. And how that will pull everything else. Haji Farooq sahab rahmatullahi would say, to understand the rewards of this simple tasbih fatimi, six times in a day. After every first salah and one time before sleeping. One time before sleeping also, a person will wake up in the morning fresh. If he reads this before sleeping, three times, 33 times subhanallah, 33 times alhamdulillah, 34 times Allahu Akbar. And you can end it with la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la. He explains that when it comes to reading this kalimat for every subhanallah, gharasun fil jannah, Allah will give you a tree in jannat. Allah will give you a tree in jannat. You might think a tree... Nothing much. But we know the mangoes that grow on the tree, how we enjoy the mangoes. Not a bad tree. If only I had those trees, I won't have to buy the mangoes. But Allah is prepared to give it. He says a person goes to a foreign country, he has eyes for fauna and flora, for trees, for exotic type of plants. And he sees a beautiful plant. He has the means, I want to take it back home. We need license to import, to export, to get it, certain temperature, how you want to courier it. He goes through the whole paperwork of everything else. Because he sees the tree when it was small and the end result, how big the tree becomes. The shade, how it looks in my garden. I'll just go, I got a corner for it also. Such a corner now, you won't get too much of light, not too much of shade also. And nobody reversing or banging into the car. All this plan he's making for that one tree. Finally he gets it, he plants it, he warns the children also, don't go near the tree. Every day after Fajr namaz, he goes, make some zikr, blow on the tree also, make salam with it. And one day I'll see the fruits of this tree. But most probably he'll never see the tree in full bloom. But he makes all his fikr and concern. For each subhanallah, Allah is saying, one tree for you in Jannah, laden with fruits. Alhamdulillah, trees in Jannah for you. Allah Akbar, trees for you. Now we come to what we like, cash. We don't understand now what's the returns. He explains that after first salah a person sits, he reads 33, 33, 33. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah, akbar. Or 34 times, Allah akbar. So 100 times. 100 trees you planted after Juma salah. The laws of ag- agriculture, the laws of agriculture, when they're planting trees, very high trees, then they leave a space in between. You can't plant them next to one another. So he's planting 33 trees. He'll have to leave the space. And the trees of Jannah, Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam saying it will take a fast horse rider. He'll run for 100 years, some hadith 500 years. On horseback, and you will not cover the shade of one branch of the tree. You will not cover the shade of one branch of the tree. So I planted 100 trees after Salatul Jumu'ah. Effectively, effectively according to our logic and understanding, 
Those trees cannot be planted one meters apart. Maybe a hundred, two hundred meters apart. So after Jumu'ah Salah, we know the ayat. After Jumu'ah Salah, that now rush and seek the virtue of Allah. What is the Fadlullah? Is the dhikr of Allah. Now is the time to cash. Effectively, it means now after Salatul Jumu'ah, I extended my plot in Jannat by a hundred trees. After Asar Salah, I extended it again, another hundred thousand hectares, acres. For the day, six hundred, six hundred times I read, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, the entire tasbihat. So I extended my plot in Jannat every day to that extent. What a cheap bargain. This is Baqiyat al-Salihat. Now the banda will go to Jannah, Ya Allah. We always give such a big plot. Not only that, your private beach, your private yacht, and all your khadims. Now your water spots that you didn't do in Jannah. And all the places that you wanted to go and jump from the bridges, etc. With the head down. Because your head wasn't working. In Jannah you can do it now. Now you can do it. There's no fear now. There's no fear. There's no grief. Now you can enjoy it. So after the first halal, take out a few minutes. And recite this bihat also like how Allah wants us to say it. Subhanallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. I'm building my jannat, my plot right now. I know when I'm doing building how particular I am. If it's not straight, break it and do it again. The tile is not straight, break it and do it again. I'm a perfectionist. I want it perfect. My jannat also, I want it perfect. So build those trees, build those castles, build those palaces Allah has given us. We've got the greed in the heart. I want the greed now for those amal and those rewards. So Allah has given us these two things. Al-mal banoon Our children also. Now the beginning of the year has come, my dear brothers. How to invest in my children also? Just one incident to invest in my children. Give them the best of deen. Nothing, nothing less than that. The day I go, every step my child will take towards the musalla will be rewarded. Make him a hafiz of Quran. Make him a alim of deen. See even the fitnas of this world, we know the fitnas out there. A young couple had a son in Iraq. <coughs> the time of Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi was Imam of Madinatul Munawwara. Great faqih. One of the, he's the founder of Maliki Madhab. Young couple has the son. Now they're making a mashwara, pillow talk. What do we do with our son now? Husband and wife, what they say on the same page. Let's send him to Madinah Manawara and become an alim of deen. What is there for you? We are getting old. Only one child. Unlike myself, I have only one son, I want him to make it big in dunya. Get him a bursary. Let him make it in dunya. People must know who we are and this is our son. They're making their mashwara, we are poor, we don't have much. We have only one plot of land we're living upon. We'll sell this, give him the money, send him ahead. No bursary. Send him to Madinah Manawara. What is still in the child in the home? The ta'aleem. The love of deen. Sincerity. Motivation. That oh my son go and get it, go and make it. Like how we say, that before they would say, they don't worry about us. Mulaqat hogi, hoze kothar par. We'll meet at the pond on the day of Qiyamah. You go on, they sold the plot, the only asset they had. They sold it. No bursary. Give him the money. He said, oh, son, go to Madinah Munawar. He comes there. My parents have sent me to achieve something. This was their pride. Today we know in those environments of the varsity, what is happening? 
Our jamaats are going there, we can't even make gush amongst the youngsters, we can't, we can't speak to them, the girls will not leave them. Parents go and see what is happening there. You can't even walk in that environment. We're not saying don't educate them, we have avenues where the iman is protected. This boy goes to Madinah Munawwara. Mamalik Rahmatullah Ali has a doorkeeper. He's in mashwara, he's in council right now. The elders are sitting together, they're having mashwara. World mashwara so to say. The fuqaha are sitting there. Jurists are sitting there. Muhaddisin, Mufassirin. They are sitting. Young boy comes to the door. Like how somebody will come. I want to meet Hazrat. Hazrat is resting right now. But Hazrat wants to meet everyone. He said, no Hazrat is busy right now. But I want to go see him. My parents sent me. You can't go in. But the young boy now came with motivation. I want to meet him. He makes a noise outside. Mamalik hears. He asks the doorkeeper, what is happening? He's a young boy. He wants to meet you. What does he want? Send him inside. The boy comes inside and now he's overwhelmed. He sees all the fuqaha and the seniors sitting over there. Malik says, can I help you? Now he's dumbfounded. He says, I have a masla to ask. What is the masla? He says, what is the status of wuzu before salah? So the fuqaha sitting there, jurors begin to smile a little bit. The boy got caught now. Simple, he could ask that to the doorkeeper. So he asks a simple, few simple questions like that. Now he's a bit afraid. He's awestruck. My parents sent me to learn hadith from Imam Malik rahmatullah alayhi. Among the first, among the first imams in deen that wrote the hadith kitab. Muatta Imam Malik, among the first. So he tells the khadim, the attendant, take this young boy away and see to his needs. And teach him some respect a little bit. So the khadim comes and he grabs his hand. He's pulling the boy away. And the boy begins to shout. Makes a noise. Imam Malik calls him, what happened? He says, your khadim and attendant, he hurt me, he handled me, Qiyamah's day, I'm going to hold you responsible. Now the t- tables have turned. A young boy, but where he was sent from? The investment of the parents in this young boy. Whose the parents are, we don't know. But the boy's name is recorded. The Malik says, now, how can I repay you? Now was the opportunity, what I came for. When my Malik teach me hadith. Hadithni, teach me hadith. Malik told him, you read, I listen. He said, no, you read, I will listen. Malik says, well, if I have to bail myself out, I better read. So he began to quote the hadith, one after the other. And plenty of hadith he gave him. And the boy is beaming. What I came for, the hadith, I'm getting it now. This is my investment. My parents sent me for this. Malik says, is that enough? He says, no. So what more can I do for you? He says, where's your attendant? He says, why? He says, I want him to give me a few more shots. Give me a few more shots, i give a few more hadiths from you. When Malik heard this, he fell in love with this boy and kept him. Subhanallah, ulama explained in the chain, in the chain, the silsila of the asatida, the teachers of Imam Bukhari rahmatullah alayhi comes this young boy also. Because among the asatida and ustaz of Imam Bukhari who comes up in the chain. What Allah Ta'ala had given him and the parents what they enjoying in Jannah. We have our wealth, we have our children. To invest them in the path of Allah Ta'ala. Our wealth, after our salah, we have a tisbihah fatimi. For those a'mal that will continue till qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala give us so to make a'mal.